Welcome back, everyone, again for podcast number 17 of the Lil Roadie Sports Talk. I am Aaron. We got our co-host over here, Mr. Kyle. This video, like we said in the previous one, we're going to talk about the rookie quarterbacks who were drafted, mainly just the top five. We might go into, like, Kyle Trask a little bit. Um, but mostly Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, and Zach Wilson. So... We're going to go into that, but obviously, before we go into the video, we're going to go right into our sponsor, Mr. Anthony's Jewelers over here. The link is on top. As you guys can see, just anthonysjewelers.com. Get straight to the point. Get right into the website. They got their phone number right in the big red, white letters, right in the bottom right. Go into book appointment. You pick what you want, where you're going to go to Anthony's Jewelers for. Click on it. Make your appointment. Very simple. Put your name in, email, phone number. You get your appointment. Very easy to do, I promise. Wouldn't lie to you. But yeah, we're going to go right into our topic on today's video. We're going to start with Mr. Trevor Lawrence. I'll let Kyle take it away on the first guy here. Well, with Trevor Lawrence, he simply never lost in college. He lost one or two games in his total college career. That says a lot about him. Yep. But... Only the issue, though, is he got picked by the Jaguars. So now this man's going to be experiencing losing for a long while. Unless he somehow finds a way to get out of there. But highly doubt that because I know the Jacksonville Jaguars will pay him whatever amount of money he uh, they need to in order for him to stay there. They'll give him hundreds of millions, whatever they got to do. Because he has special abilities. Biggest thing is now they have to try to convince wide receivers and offensive linemen and stuff to come down and say, hey, can you protect Trevor? If they give them exactly what they want, if exactly what Trevor wants, a lot of magic can happen. He he knows how to do it. We've seen it in his three years of being a college athlete. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why he won a national championship. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you hit everything right on the nose. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is just – there's everything to him. He's got a little bit of run in his game. He can be a mobile car quarterback if you need him to, which is the NFL is trending towards that direction. The Jaguars are giving him a very good receiving core to start off rip. They're giving him um, Marvin Jones. They're giving him DJ Chark. They're giving him LaVisca Chenault. They're going to give him James Robinson and Travis uh, and ETN out the backfield. So they're going to have a good run game. Um, they're going to have a good receiver core. You know, they're a little siffy at tight end, but I mean, who knows? We might run out Tim Tebow week one. Apparently, Tim Tebow wants to be a tight end for the Jaguars, but we'll see how that goes. But, and then also now they have a, um, I think the most underrated part about Trevor Lawrence being picked first is now that he's under a college coach, technically. Urban Meyer is, like you were saying, like, Urban Meyer is the most underrated part of this whole Trevor Lawrence draft pick because he gets to go right into an offense that's going to be very, Surrounded by how he was successful in college. There's not going to be much of a change. You know, you go to a Bill Belichick-led offense, there's a very specific standard you need to do as a quarterback there. You know, if you were as good as Tom Brady or whatever. But And, it, and if you don't fit in, you get kicked right out. He, the Bill does not care. Exactly. Well, you know, or, you know Trevor Lawrence is going to get some sort of leniency as well for a couple of years. I mean, hey, Daniel Jones is still, still a current starting quarterback for the Giants, and look what he's doing his whole career. Same thing Sam Darnold. But yeah, like we were saying, he fits the mold. I mean, the Jaguars, are they going to be fantastic year one? Who knows, honestly? 
this team has the ability to be very good offensively. Big mystery on defense. We don't know what's going to go on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's well, especially just, especially because how how wide open the AFC South is, especially now that Texans are out of the picture with the Deshaun Watson situation. Mm-hmm. Colts are kind of now iffy now that you know Philip Rivers is in the quarterback. Uh, I'd probably say it comes down between Tennessee and the Jaguars. I'd probably say Tennessee might take it this division uh, division this year, but next year that's truly going to be like like we're not one hundred percent sure Tennessee's got this. It's going to be between Jacksonville and Tennessee, fifty fifty shot. Yeah, and Tennessee got and what people need to realize is that Tennessee kind of got worse especially for that division because they went out and lost Johnny Smith and Corey Davis and really didn't replace them. So, I mean, you still got A.J. Brown. You're still going to have Derrick Henry and Tannehill. But, you know, that's 20, 15 to 20 receiving touchdowns there, 1,500 yards. Like, you're missing a lot in that offense. Now, yeah, so. th- yeah, they can only do so much. Yeah. But, yeah, so we don't go off topic too much. We're going to move on to Justin Fields, which I think is a very intriguing pick. He ended up going 11th to the Bears. The Bears were in a situation, I guess, they, they needed they definitely need a future quarterback, so it makes sense for them to move up and get Justin Fields. The only thing that sucks with Justin Fields' situation is that they've given basically, I think, around $20 million guaranteed to Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. Now, I know that both those guys are not better than Justin Fields. I understand that. But as a GM, it's very difficult for you to give $20 million to uh, a specific core and then take it away. So sadly, Andy Dolan's gonna be starting week one for your Chicago Bears. So I'm gonna be praying for Chicago. Oh my god. I thought Mitchell Strabisky was bad for that team. Oh boy. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm, I, I, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to watch. But um yeah, unfortunately we're right now Justin Fields is in the in the three hole of quarterbacks. He's Right now, they're least important, like in terms of like getting him out on the field. You want to get him through the motions and stuff. So it's a good thing that they have depth and experience in the quarterback position. The Justin Fields can learn a lot from Andy Dalton, uh, Nick Foles, especially from Nick Foles. I believe because yeah. Nick Foles went through the same situation of being a second, um, a second stringer, and then getting called up in a big moment in the playoffs, going undefeated into the Super Bowl and winning that. Um, I think, I think Nick Foles can really give, um, Justin Fields a lot to, uh, to learn about Andy Dolan, not so much because Andy Dolan was only like a good regular season quarterback. And then correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he's ever won a playoff game. I don't think Andy Dolan's ever won a playoff game. He was part of, he was the part of the Marvin Lewis type, um, Bengals team that was always fringe playoff, always lost first round type team. Like he was always part of that. If that makes sense, yeah. So if you want to talk about, if you want to have, um, if you want to learn about regular season, and how to ma- load manage yourself and all that stuff, then yeah, Andy Dolan's you got to talk to. But every team's goal is to make it to the Super Bowl, and Nick Foles did it correctly to where he was able to win. I would, I would get most of my learnings and advice from Nick Foles. I think they're going to become really close, and uh, I think Andy Dolan's going to become isolated. I think it might become very toxic in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, for the sets. Now, people have to remember, though, down here, it was a short season for Ohio State's conference. So, take with the grain of salt, 1,900 passing yards, 73% completion rate, 21 touchdowns, six picks, 21 to six. So, that's like a three and a half to one 
three and a half um, to almost one 2000 yards in six games like that's yep. good that's yep. really good yep and he also ran for five touchdowns so people have to take that as well um another thing quickly i did on our tiktok page little little Rody sports talk same thing as youtube like i always say i did a poll i did who is going to have a better career now, this just goes by career. They could leave teams, whatever. Just overall, pretend it's like Madden franchise. You know what I mean? So, 102 people voted. And this was two days ago. 102 people voted. 60 people picked Trevor Lawrence. And 42 people picked Justin Fields. So, it wasn't, for the TikTok viewers, it wasn't that close. And I also did another poll as well. We're going to get to that next. I did a poll between Trey Lance and Zach Wilson. Because I think it's pretty clear that the top two quarterbacks, I, in my eyes at least, are Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. And then after that, it's Zach Wilson and Trey Lance. So I did those three, uh, those four. Um, We'll get into that next. But yeah, I think Justin Fields is going to be a very good pick for the Bears. Also have to talk about what's around him. He's going to have Allen Robinson as his number one receiver. He's going to have Darnell Mooney, who broke out last year, who I think was a late round pick, fifth, sixth round. Um. David Montgomery broke out last year as a top-tier running back. He had a bunch of yards, showed that he's eligible in the receiving game as well. Treat Cohen, their receiving back, is coming back from injury after 20 ACL. And they have Cole Komet at tight end still. So, I mean, he's going into his second year, who shows a progression with Jimmy Graham as well. So they have a very deep team. If Justin Fields is used year one, he's going to have a good offense. It wouldn't surprise me if he goes out and gives you rookie of the year consideration. But... Now we're going to move on to our next quarterback, Mr. Overrated himself. I'm sorry, I meant to say Zach Wilson. Um, I'll start off quick because I don't have much to say about Zach Wilson. I just don't really like him that much. Um, he had a very – I mean, statistically, obviously, he was very good in college. I just don't think it's going to translate, and especially every type of quarterback that comes out with the standard of Zach Wilson that has gone to the Jets in recent history, the past two, have not been good. Mark Sanchez did his thing. But he was never elite. But he did his thing. He was a game manager type guy. Same thing, Sam Darnold. Guess what? Sam Darnold came in. Yeah, it wasn't really that good. You can blame it on the coaching staff all you want. Go for it. But I, he never showed you anything to make it the coaching staff's issue as well. So I think Zach Wilson fits the same mold. He's going to come in. They're going to give him offense. He's not going to do as well. I hope he. I hope he makes me bite my words as a Patriots fan. I don't want it to happen. I want him to stink, but we're going to hope he's good for fantasy purposes, at least for the people across the world, all Jets fans, because they might burn the world down if they have another quarterback who stinks. But um, I'll let you get into it. Obviously, I've been negative about it, but maybe you could bring some positive into it, Kyle. <laughs> See, it's, See, it's, it's hard. It's, it's a difficult situation with the Jets, though, is because when I watched them last year, it really looked like they really despised their ownership. Because here's the thing, though. You go 0-14, and then all of a sudden with the last two games, you want to win and ruin your chances at getting Trevor Lawrence. They're, they're truly, it's mm -hmm. truly a weird situation. You literally just had to lose two more games, and then you have the number one quarterback from this class and said, now you get Zach Wilson. It's like they go, it's like the teammates and the ownership go back and forth trying to one up each other. It's such a weird relationship. Yeah. But the thing though is with the Jets, though, the past two quarterbacks that they've that they've had, like Mark Sanchez and Sam Darnold, 
they're both known for being on the blooper highlight reel. And don't forget Geno Smith, that absolute stud of a quarterback they also got as well. No, nobody's not thinking about no Geno Smith. Stop it. Nobody's thinking about no Geno Smith. <laughs> Are you Smith. sure? I'm pretty sure Geno Smith was very good and fit the same mold as Zach Wilson come out of quarterback. But what else is new? But yeah, I mean, if you guys look, I mean, I highlighted down here, you put up insane stats, 30 touchdowns to three picks. So that's a 10 to one touchdown interception ratio, which is great. 73% completion percentage. Also added eight rushing touchdowns. He has every type of statistic coming out of college that makes him look really good. It's just every mold that comes out and that goes to the Jets, they all stink. Eventually, one of them is going to be good, but I don't know if it'll be Zach Wilson. And when's that going to happen? Never. When picks when picks start flying? Yes, basically. <laughs> I I that's just me. I, I'm also a Patriots fan. You have to take me my opinion with a grain of salt. I try not to be biased, but I hate the Jets. Can't stand the Jets. Can't stand their fans. There's a very select couple of fans that are competent and normal with how we talk to each other, which is perfect. But I expect Jets fans, they're very into the team. They want to be good again. But unfortunately, I don't think Zach Wilson's going to be your savior. I think they made a mistake. Justin Fields should have been the second pick. Justin Fields has more talent. He went to a better college. He showed it on a bigger stage. That's just- yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. Zach Wilson. He has the statistics, so it's just him going to the Jets. Is is just what is just such a yeah. turnoff for me because he's basically just going to be left all alone out there. Like they're going to think like he's going to be Superman and stuff like that when he's basically like on just like a semi pro yeah. league for football. It's so sad. I, I- will. I w- I'm going to pray for Zach Wilson. If you do watch this, I'm praying for you every night. I'm praying for you. Hey, I mean, we could, we could tag Zach Wilson in here. If he, if he wants to come join the podcast, he's welcome. We'll talk to him. Like I said, I, I think I he's would like very to hear talented. His opinion. I think he's very talented, but take it with a grain of salt. Every quarterback like this has gone to the Jets has sucked. Now, Zach Wilson went to another team. Like, if Zach Wilson went to the 49ers, third pick, I would have – way more enthusiasm with it based off the fact that they have a better offense and a better offensive coach. Robert Sala is a great head coach. Well, great coach. We don't know if he's a great head coach yet, but they are in the trip and the correct um, direction, but move on from Zach Wilson. We're going to move on to some positivity here. I'm a big fan of Mr. Trey Lance himself. Um, I do think that he is a project though. Which is okay, because the 49ers situation at quarterback is not bad. You know, the Jets needed one. Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. Jaguars needed one. So, that's fine. In this situation, Jimmy G is still the quarterback of the 49ers, so it's not bad. People forget they just went to the Super Bowl when they were healthy. So, that's okay. Jimmy G still got, I think, and I got another two years left on his contract. This guy is going to come in. He's only 20 years old. It's very rare to see a 20-year-old college player come into the NFL because usually it's 22, 23. Um, he was – I mean, he's just a stud. I mean, we don't really get to see some of his stats. Um, the, some of his stats are right down here if you guys are interested. But last year he sat out. I think he played the first game of the season, but then I think he sat out because of COVID, um, which is fine. Perfectly fine, but that that's what puts him a little bit at odds. We didn't get to see 2020 Trey Lance. We know 2019 Trey Lance was a stud. 28 touchdowns, no picks. 
ran for 1,100 yards and 14 touchdowns. 42 total touchdowns, no interceptions. Gave you 3,800 total yards. Division two, granted, division two, but Carson Wentz did go there, and Carson Wentz has had NFL success. So there's no reason that Trey Lance can't come in and have uh, quarterback success. But I know Kyle, not the biggest fan of Trey Lance, will let him add well, his I, Well, I was doing this because you said Carson Wentz has had success. Um, he's had success. He's shown yeah. it. When he's, <laughs> when he's had competent – let's put it this way. When Carson Wentz had competent coaches and a receiving core, Carson Wentz was good. And when his body's also not falling apart like a Mr. Potato doll. Yes, like, just like a Mr. Potato doll. So, um, about Trey, uh, again, only played one one game in the 2020 uh, year or season, however you want to word it. Uh, it. It's just that he played in, like, the B, ver- the B League of D1 college football, and uh, he just hasn't really played at all within the last year. So that's the reason why, like, I'm kind of skeptical of him is just because, like, for like a good six months when regular college football was on and like he wasn't playing, we kind of forgot he existed up until when the draft started becoming a relevant topic. So um, unless he's been constantly been training this whole time and just like he doesn't get, he hasn't been getting any attention. Uh, I expect him to do usually what he's, he's going to do. He will lose, he will lose games. He will have his perfect record tarnished, unfortunately of yeah. career starts. But um he can definitely make a make a good impact if he um if he just keeps his body healthy and um is just really smart as a player. The just to put it in a comparison to maybe people who don't know Trey Lance as well, I think that a nice player comp from him is kind of like he's like a taller version of Kyler Murray, or he's a nice and then like his ceiling is Kyler Murray type play, where he's a good runner, strong arm, super quick. Or his floor is like a Marcus Mariota type. I'm talking about NFL Marcus Mariota, not like college, because we all saw college Marcus Mariota was a machine. But I think he's going to be a nice in-between type guy like that, where he can run the ball, move the sticks, but also he has a massive arm. It's just a matter of can he catch up to NFL type readiness? Because, I mean, he played D2 and then also sat out a year. So he's, you know... Granted, he was training with a bunch of NFL players and stuff like that during that time, but it's the difference between training and then playing on Sunday. But if he is starting this year, I will say he's going to come into a situation with a very deep running back core. We don't really know who the starter is, but they got Trey Sermon, Raheem Oster, Jeff Wilson. One of those guys is going to be a starter. But he's going to have Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle. So, I mean, he's going to have a really good core if he's a starter. So, and if anything, he can just use his own legs to get the ball up the field. Exactly. And I think like I think what's underrated is that since he's a mobile quarterback, it's good to have receivers like Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel who are known for being quicker possession receivers. It's like it's like Lamar Jackson with the Ravens. It's like you want Lamar Jackson to have speedster guys, but possession receivers. So he has Marquise Brown over there. They went out and got Bateman, they got Mark Andrews. So it's like they're going to run that same similar type offense with the 49ers when he takes over a quarterback. But, yeah, I think overall, I think Kyle is in position. I think you know he's kind of neutral. 
was a little of a high of a pick. He got third pick. The 49ers give up a million picks to move up to three, so they better hope Trey Lance works. If not, they look really stupid. Um, I I like Trey Lance's upside, but that's just me. Um, and then moving on to oh, actually quickly before I move on, same thing. I did a uh, TikTok poll. Who is going to have a better career between Zach Wilson and Trey Lance? This one we had 85 votes. 59 people picked Trey Lance. 26 people picked Zach Wilson. So very clearly, they agree with us. The TikTok viewers and YouTube viewers, whoever it is, they agree with us. We did not do a poll for Mac Jones because as a Patriots fan, I don't think anyone really knows what's going to what is Mac Jones? Like, I'll let you know, I'll let you start, Kyle. Because as Patriots fans, it's like Obviously, as a biased fan, I want Mac Jones to be the best quarterback in the draft. Do I have very high hopes? Not really. But I do like the idea of what he could bring to a team. But I'll let Kyle start on Mac Jones. He is certainly an interesting character. I mean, you can't deny the fact that he's a two-time national championship champion. He had 4,000 yards last year, 77% completion, 36-4. and four. And with the one rushing touchdown. So Russian machine. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I just I just hope that he can learn a lot from Cam Newton. I, I think uh, he can be a little more mobile. He just needs to, you know, gain a little bit of confidence and take a little bit of risk. Uh I think he can definitely learn that with uh with that under Cam Newton. Um, because it's just what the league is turning to nowadays. Like, you don't yeah. really see, because, you know, there's going to be a day when Tom Brady retires, you're just not going to see, like, stationary QBs that just stay in the pocket. You're yeah. going to have the ability to, like, show some flair and stuff. So if Mac Jones is able to add that to his repertoire, because he's a very accurate passer and he can he can get it done, uh, if he just adds his mobility to that, uh, Mac Jones can do a lot of damage, especially with what the Patriots did in the offseason this year. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. Like, just to get into specifics, I mean, if if Mac Jones ends up being starter week one, I don't think he will. But I think it's still Cam Newton's job to lose, unfortunately. I'm not the biggest Cam Newton fan. But I hope he makes me eat my words because I'm a Patriots fan. But I think that if Mac Jones becomes a starter, same thing. He's going to roll into an offense that has gotten a lot of upgrades. They've re-signed David Andrews. They went out and traded for Trent Brown back, who was really good for us in our Super Bowl run a couple years ago. They went out and got Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. I know it's not the best receiver names, but anything's better than watching Nikhil Harry try to be a number one or number two receiver. Julian Edelman retired, but he hasn't really shown much in over almost two years now because of knee injury. But this year you should have a better run game because you upgraded your line. And... You know, he's going to walk into a situation where he's going to have Jonu Smith and, and Hunter Henry as two good possession tight ends, good red zone threats as well. Mac Jones is known for being an accurate quarterback. Now, the the one question is, now, we saw Mac Jones have Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith and Najee Harris. So, he's not going to get that type of massive, really stud connection in New England like Nelson Aguilar can play Waddle type but Nelson Aguilar is not that great compared to Jalen Waddle 
Devontae Smith, you know, who's a more possession receiver, but who's so good. He's just nasty, nasty receiver. Kendrick Bourne or Jacoby Myers is going to play that role, but it's not the same. Obviously, it's not even close. So that's the big difference. The talent at receiver is a downgrade, but the talent at tight end is an upgrade. So it, it kind of like cancels each other it ca- out. It cancels out, but. I think the big question mark, like everybody was saying, is how is he going to go from an offense that was so dominant and so these these receivers were always open, making it easier for him? How is it going to be when he's going into a system right away, maybe first year, second year, where his receivers are not top-notch? Like the Patriots don't have a number one receiver. Our number one receiver is going to be Nelson Aguilar. He's going to put up some production, but he's not a number one. He should be a number three, number two maybe. So – you know, think of the situations Zach Wilson gets where he's going to go get Denzel Mims, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. Think about Trevor Lawrence. We named he's going to get three top receivers and two good running backs. Trey Lance is going to get two good receivers and a top tight end. Justin Fields gets two good receivers, an upcoming tight end, a good running game. So it's like Mac Jones is probably on the list, the worst list of offense. So it's interesting to see if he's going to get chances this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, statistically he's very good. Just, there's not much else to say about it. It's just, he's a big question mark. I like the pick at 15. I like that we needed a quarterback for the future. I keep saying we, you know, I'm not a Patriot, but you just go with it. It's in spirit. Yeah. Well, I'm there in spirit. I went to a game. Okay. Basically an assistant coach. So, but yeah, that's just me. I don't know. He's kind of like. He's exactly where he should be. He's the fifth best quarterback in a draft that was deep at quarterbacks. But he's going to be in the best system of the five. At the end of the day, he's going to have the best coach, best offensive coordinator of the five, just not as much talent on the offense. But that the Patriots will always give opportunities. They have a great defense. So see how that goes. Especially now with everyone that passed on last year coming back. Yep. This, Patri- this Patriots seems to be making a whole lot of noise in Bills fans. Y'all better be ready. It ain't going to be as easy to get uh, the uh, AFCs um, this year. Yeah, we'll we'll be doing the ones that we'll be the ones that jump through the tables for you, Bills fans. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that pretty much takes care of what we wanted to talk about in this video. We wanted to go more in depth on the quarterbacks, especially if you guys like the quarterbacks. We could maybe do a couple other videos on like the running back core, receiver core, tight end, same thing. Go through the. Honestly, we can go through the positions if you guys want us to, but we want you guys to let us know. We want more interaction from our viewers, whether that's through Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, any of the things. Our link tree is in our Instagram page. Go to whatever you guys want to listen to. We're not forcing you to do it, but we would love to see it. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be the end of today's video. And like I was saying in the beginning part, we got Anthony's Jewelers. Phone number is right here. Book appointments down here with all six of your options you want to go through. Very easy appointment making. And if not, if you're okay with not calling or making an appointment in person, you can log in, make your own account, and put whatever you want in here. Because everything's over here to the left in all their categories. So, like I was saying, I hope you guys enjoy. Like, comment, and subscribe to the page. Any last comments, Mr. Kyle Finn? Uh, I would just like to apologize to Kyle Trask. We certainly did not have a time enough time to get to him. We'll try to get him in next time. Yeah. Um, you know what? We could just fit him in right now. Um, he's going to be a glorified backup quarterback the rest of his career. 
Okay, that's the end of it. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the video. You know what? We need to talk about the next video. We need to talk about Ian Book. Obviously, he's the sixth best quarterback. Um, that's an internal joke. Notre Dame fan, he's probably going to stink too. Um, yeah, so hope you guys enjoy. Go to Anthony's Jewelers. Buy some jewelry. Tell him he came from us. Thank you. Have a good night.